According to research by the University of Derby, nearly 80% of adults infrequently or never smell wildflowers, and 62% infrequently or never listen to birdsong. Worryingly, the numbers are even higher for children, yet we know that connecting with nature is good for us. A recent study that we've conducted showed that 99% of respondents agreed being in the outdoors was good for their mental health. Hi, my name is Jo Heath and I'm Head of Countryside at Hampshire County Council. In this series of mini-podcasts, I would like to introduce you to mindfulness, in particular the benefits that being mindful in nature can bring. We spend a lot of time in our heads, in what we can call default mode. Default mode describes when our mind is not engaged in the outside world or focused on what we are doing, but is wandering, daydreaming, thinking of past events or future activities. This mental chatter is referred to in Buddhism as the monkey mind, and a study conducted by Harvard has shown that a mind that wanders a lot is an unhappy mind. I like to do a little experiment to illustrate this when I'm leading a group. Let's give it a go. Imagine that you've arranged to meet a friend for a walk in the countryside. You arrange a location and agree a time to meet. Let's say 10 o'clock on a Sunday. You arrive on time. In fact, you're a few minutes early. So you sit under a tree and wait. 10 o'clock comes and goes. It's now five past and I ask the group what they are thinking at this point. Take a few minutes to just imagine and note what you would be thinking. So at this stage, most of the group would respond that they're just thinking their friend will be along at any moment and they're not concerned. Let's move along to 15 minutes past 10. When I ask the group what they're thinking, the reaction can be quite different. Some are thinking, did I get the time right? Am I in the right place? They're perhaps starting to worry a little. Some are thinking, oh, typical, I'm on time and they're late. Starting to get annoyed. Some are thinking, I hope she or he is okay, nothing has happened. Starting to get a little concerned. You can see the different thoughts and how they lead to different feelings. Worry, annoyance, concern. I've actually known some people to be quite angry at this point. Of course, what happened before you arrive may influence your thoughts. For example, you may have rushed to get there on time, struggled to find something as you left the house and arrived a little stressed. Your previous experiences will also have an impact. For example, your friend may always be late. Whilst you wait, it's likely that your thoughts change as the mind wanders, thinking about why they are late, why they haven't contacted you to say what the issue is a range of thoughts that can lead to a range of emotions. You can see that in the space of waiting, your monkey mind can easily take over. However, whether you're annoyed or concerned, the actual situation is the same for everyone. Your friend is late, fact. What is going on in your mind is not facts. It does not change or influence what time they're going to arrive. You could instead 
Choose to sit and enjoy the quiet. Notice the weather, the sky, the plants around you, or perhaps tune into how your body is feeling and connect with your breath. Just be present. It is tempting to take up your device and get lost in texting, checking out your social media feeds, diverting your monkey mind rather than taking the opportunity to tame it. Mindfulness meditation is an excellent way to quieten your monkey mind and nature can really help to draw your attention away from your thoughts and into your senses. When you're outside, you notice the sun or the wind on your face. You may pay more attention to where you are putting your feet as you walk over tree roots or stones. Being in the outdoors helps to strengthen your body awareness and connect you to the outside world with all the benefits we know that that can bring. Hundreds of studies have shown that being close to nature reduces the impact of stress and really has a positive impact on your mood. We can deepen this connection by really observing what is happening and recording it in some way, such as taking photos or sketching. You might like to write about your nature reflections or compose a poem. You can incorporate all or just one or two of these by creating your own nature journal. This will help you to develop a sense of curiosity and also boost your appreciation of nature. One of our rangers, Janet, will be sharing her nature journaling ideas, which you can find on the website lookingafternature.co.uk. And if we are able to stay with a positive experience in nature, it can then become hardwired into our long-term memory banks. As one of my favourite authors, Rick Hansen, is quoted as saying in his book, Hardwiring Happiness, by taking just a few extra seconds to stay with a positive experience, even the comfort in a single breath, you'll help turn a passing mental state into a lasting neural structure. So a little experiment for you to try. Next time you're out in nature and see a beautiful flower, a breathtaking view, or anything that for you is just a positive, stay with the experience for a little longer than you would normally do. See if you can take 12 breaths and just let the experience come in with curiosity. Don't be tempted to label it as a plant or this location. Just let it be and savour the moment. Perhaps you can become aware of how you're feeling at this point. What sensations are there in your body and your breath? And when you get back, you might like to take a few notes about the experience. So I thought I would leave you with a poem from a Hampshire poet, Edward Thomas, who's known as a war poet, but also a nature poet. The Dark Forest. Dark is the forest and deep, and overhead hang stars like seeds of light. In vain, though not since they were sown was bred, anything more bright. And evermore mighty multitudes ride, about or enter in, of all the other multitudes that dwell inside, never yet was one seen. The forest foxglove is purple, the marguerite outside is gold and white, nor can those that pluck either blossom greet the others day or night. <laughs>